And it is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, wearing a mask today that he found in a parking lot. Congratulations. <laughs> I, am, I, am I think that is that meets all the protocols for COVID. Uh, the CDC would shake your Dr. Fauci himself. Yes, is in fact, sending I think, you, I think he sent me you an a email. certificate. Yeah, like some type of congratulatory. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, you, you've led well in that this area. That is awesome. Yeah, what do you think about the mask? I do like the mask. Though. So the mask yeah, has uh, yeah multiple. Uh, now, uh, so so for our listeners, the the mask has the TriStar symbol, you know, representing yeah. the state of Tennessee. It's a red mask uh, with, uh, or it's technically a gator. Um, the catch is. I actually wore this mask uh out of the state. Okay. That's what and I'm um about. Be proud which, of that. which you would feel like that would be a good thing. Unfortunately, in this day and age, not everyone knows uh the distinction between the Tennessee flag and the rebel flag. Well, that's weird. Uh it is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, because it's uh, nothing and I they're had, nothing alike. I had uh two different people in Georgia comment to me, not like not like uh, that, that they were offended, like, that they Where had can to- I get one? No, no. <laughs> that they had to, uh, that they had to give a second look. Really? Like, as if I was going to be, I'm like, yeah, there's no, what? there's no. no bars on it. No, it it's is just stars. absolutely ridiculous. There's no stars But indeed, bars. I did find it in a parking lot, um, at Christian Academy in Knoxville. I, uh, I helped coach baseball there for the middle school team. And uh it sat in the parking lot for like two or three days. Like oh, it was wow. rained no, on yeah. That's awesome. everything else. And I had showed up for two or three different practices and I just kind of kept waiting. Like surely someone like, yeah. you know, one of the baseball boys. It looks like a volunteer gonna, traditions. Is that where it's from? I, I don't I know. It, it doesn't have a, a tag in it. And so I just kind of kept waiting. And after a few days, um, I went with the very biblical uh, hey, principle, man. finders, keepers, losers, weepers. That's, I, think uh, that's what find, I, went I think you find that somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and so, right next to the golden rule. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah. So I went with finders, keepers, losers, weepers. <laughs> I did go home and wash it multiple times. Yeah, good. It did get, it did get several washes. Yeah. And now here we are. Hey, man, that's recycling. And that means that you care about the climate. That that's means you exactly care right. about... Uh, all of that. I so am I doing my part. Off. I'm doing my part. Speaking of gators, I was in Florida last week. It feels, it feels like we haven't been on the air in a while. Yeah, it has. Uh, that's correct. Been a couple weeks, but I was in Florida last week for a conference, which apparently those are still going on. Yes. Uh, a lot of masks. Right. A lot of masks. Right. We actually stayed at the Swan and Dolphin, which is where the bubble occurred for like major league soccer and really, uh, and maybe one of the best. I don't know. Did any, okay. So I didn't, the soccer folks weren't there at the time. At any point, did anyone confuse you? you as being a professional <laughs> no, athlete i have never been confused certainly not for a soccer player <laughs> and um uh, one guy did look at me with my mask on and say hey has anyone said told you you kind of look like conan o'brien and i kicked him down the escalator <laughs> and went the other way um because yes i've heard that and we yes. don't look anything alike and yes. he's a foot taller than me and there's so many other things that I could go uh, but anyway, so I, mean, I, I don't want to distract us, but there is a <laughs> little up, bit of con- he doesn't there, wear glasses. There is a little yeah, bit of similarity. Uh, there, so. Similar hair uh, <laughs> for sure. And so as I'm we're on, on Disney properties, all of it, you right. have to wear a mask. That's the requirement. And so when I walked into the hotel, I have a gator on. Because uh, they're just easier for me to breathe, probably because they're not catching any of the COVID, they're just letting it out. <laughs> but but I'm I'm walking through the the hotel, no worries, everybody everything's fine. The the nobody said anything to me about not wearing a gator. Can you wear it? Can you not wear it? Because uh, you know there's been like one study that said 
something about it. Right. So, uh, so we, we decided to go eat dinner on at Disney Springs, which is like on part of Disney property. And, and so we went and I'm walking into, to the entrance there. And this dude goes, uh, excuse me, sir. And I said, yeah. And he said, uh, uh, are you staying on Disney property? And I said, yes. And he said, has anyone told you about our, uh, requirement for mask and gators. And I said, obviously not because I'm wearing one and, and I'm clearly, and you're about to tell me I can't. <laughs> I'm clearly being indicted in some yeah, way. And right so, now. uh, <laughs> and so I, I said, no, no one has told me. And he says, well, you're not allowed to wear that in here. And, uh, do you have another mask? Like, I'm just going to have extra. And it's like, you know, so you're saying you don't carry a surplus. I don't, I don't. And you. so I said, uh, I said, this is America. Get out of my face. No, I didn't say that. I said, that, is, that is absolutely false. I, I did not that. say that. Uh, this may be Disney, but it's still America. That's what I said. Oh, nice. Now, no, I, no. I actually said, I don't have another mask, and we're like 30 minutes from the hotel. And so uh, the one of the staff members I was with had another mask Not a in her Disney purse. cast member. No. Like, like one, a, of your, one of our yeah, staff members correct, at Hope. From Hope. Had, right. an, had another mask in her purse. And so I was and like, it's been used, been I'm used. Sure. yeah, wait, whatever. And so I was like, well, can I just use this? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So, so that doesn't make any sense. So, so, so I cannot use the mat. I mean, I cannot use the gator yeah. that has been catching my germs. Yeah. But by all means, go ahead and pull else's. something out of her. As a purse. matter of fact, sir, just give me your mask. <laughs> this is Disney after all. You probably have an extra one. It was just a weird, a weird time, but it was, uh, uh how did was, the conference go? It was good, man. It was, it was really good. I, I had, uh, I did a workshop on, uh, creating a sanctity of life message and, and so, how to how to do that? How to talk about life and point people to Jesus and the gospel in the process? And then uh, our staff, our we actually uh, won a contest, a video contest that for pregnancy centers across the country. And our video, "Hope Is You," that was featured in our banquet, uh, yeah. virtual banquet, yeah, uh, was actually the uh, the video that that won the award. And, and so that was awesome to get recognized for that. And uh, so yeah, it was a good time. It was uh, it was super humid and really hot, and I couldn't wait to get back to to Tennessee. So if you're in Tennessee and you complain about our humidity, my yeah. gosh, yeah, Florida is a lot worse. Man, so today's a big day for us. I mean, so we uh, in our second segment are going to have a special guest. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Yeah, Donald Trump um, is Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. We are. Who would have ever been thought working, we've been working we could have gotten this him? Guest for yeah, so long. with our massive listenership. Yeah, we, I mean, I it's. It would to be expected, yeah. but just maybe not today. Uh, okay. Right. So the third not, segment's Joe Biden. Right, right, right. So it is not Donald Trump nor Joe <laughs> Biden. We actually have a dear friend of mine that's going to be joining us in the second segment, Matt Mahalik. Matt is one of our church planning residents. Uh, Matt has all kinds of insight when it comes to so many of the things that we talk about on a weekly uh, basis, you know, when it comes to things like politics. In fact, he teaches political science. At Boyce College, um, which is kind of the undergraduate aspect of um, Southern Seminary mm-hmm. or that connection there. Uh, he um, has a law degree and also served around the world um, uh, for all kinds of different ministries connected to the gospel. And so super excited to hear from him a little bit later in the show. Uh, today also is significant because it feels like fall is oh about to be yeah, on this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Have it's you happening. seen this? Yeah. The, the temperatures are going to be, uh, 
Amazing. All right, so how are we feeling about? Are you like? I'm are you feeling great about? Because it. you've been running a ton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, uh, is is there a side of you that's like, like dreading moving no. into colder weather? No. I, you know, I think I've been since May. I've been running a lot. I run four miles every morning, and the 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 cooler the temps, the better my heart rate is, the less sweat there is. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think my lungs are ready for the cold weather. Right. And and I've purchased some compression pants. I'm on. I'm ready to go. Oh, man. yeah. I'm ready. Wow. To go. You have you advanced that's this far yep. into um you know your running career yep. that you've now gone compression pants. Yeah, I have those. I have. I mean, I'm running the short little running shorts. Oh no, uh, I am. I oh, am. No. I am embracing all of it. If you if you drive down Beaver Ridge Road on any morning. Uh, you know, around if I could just encourage our listeners right now to make notice because you're going to want to avoid this yeah, at around, all costs. I wish y'all would avoid it because there's so many cars <laughs> now that school's back in. So many cars. But, yes. uh, uh, but yeah, man, I've embraced the short, short running shorts. Oh no. Uh, can they, you actually now just to try to figure out how these things reconcile, <laughs> can you actually drive the van that you drive? And still wear those type of shorts. Are you going to have to like buy a Prius or something uh, well, like that? Watch yourself. Okay. Uh, a Prius could fit in the back of my van. Uh, and so no. Uh, but I can, uh, I have, I have, however, I've justified it with you myself. You figured it out. And, uh, I've even gotten to the point now where I've wore them into a store. Oh no. Yeah. I've oh been, no. Uh, my mother-in-law lives with us and she made a comment the other day. She was like, it looks like you're walking around in your underwear. <laughs> God bless that woman. God bless her. I said, but they're not. They're short. I mean, they're really short. Yes. But they're short. Oh, man. So. All right. So, uh, what stood out to you? I know, uh, we're going to be leading into this, uh, in, in the second segment, but, uh, things that have become across the landscape over the last few days that you're like, man, we've got to give attention to. Yeah, What's I the think most notable for, for you? For me, the most notable that hasn't gotten a ton of attention from, uh, what some would coin the mainstream media <laughs> is, uh, is the, Peace in the Middle East. Yes. I mean, I, I grew up in, you know, you think about the first Gulf War in the early 90s. And I remember as a child, we used to always say peace in the Middle East, you know, pe- you know, kind of yes. as a, oh, peace in the Middle like East. Like our slogan. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, we've tried for generations to right. bring some type of peace with Israel and others. And, and to see that over the past couple weeks, United Arab Emirates and some other places in the region, striking peace deals with Israel. Yep. Uh and Jared Kushner, the son-in-law of of the president, uh just kind of staying the course and and while other people within the administration, other people that have been trying to do this for years saying this isn't going to work, you can't make this happen. Uh the fact that two diplomats within the UN have nominated the president for a Nobel Peace Prize, two Nobel Peace Prizes. Now, did I see where someone was basically uh, uh, attempting to basically like just just um uh, cease all <laughs> awarding of yeah. Nobel Peace Prizes. Yeah, the Atlantic. Because yeah, the idea about. was if someone that we don't agree with yeah. gets nominated for yeah. one, we should just cancel it all together. We, we live in some weird times. Man, we truly uh, Because do. the reality, even yesterday they had a, a, a celebration, I guess, at the White House about these deals. Right. And they had uh, Netanyahu there and other leaders there. And... Uh, CNN ran a, a story, and at the bottom they just said, uh, large event at the Correct. White House, little social distancing. They Correct. didn't even mention the peace deal. That, that, the, the, the story, that I, in fact, I saw this. 
Yes, like the headline leading, like bent towards it was, this is a high risk yeah. issue here. You know, like we, we have people that are not distancing from one another. Clearly that are not all wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, so, so what we're going to focus on in this moment is potential unrest, uh, you know, like, like someone potentially getting, un- you know, sick or ill. Yep. And what we're going to forget about are nations and like generations yeah. of unrest that is now hopefully moving towards some type of peace. Well, and, and here's the reality. Like, if we can't put our biases aside, because I even think back during President Obama, I, I, you know, me and him didn't line up. Right. But, but during his administration. Which is going to be a tough thing for you to try to discuss when he's on our fourth segment. Yeah. Well, this, I would love morning, to, I would so. love to have a conversation with him. <laughs> but, but as, but, but even during his administration, they went after bin Laden yeah. and they got him. Yep. And so as a, as a conservative, right. I'm applauding the fact that we were willing to do the hard thing and get a terrorist that, that has wrecked havoc around the world. Yep. And, and so we, we can at, at points go, Hey, that's a great job. Even though we disagree politically on a lot of things, this was a good move. Yep. And, and so why can't we in the same sense right now go, Hey, even though we, some of us may disagree with the president, this is a great move right. for the region, for the Middle East, right. for Israel, for, for all those involved that we could see us getting to a place of, of peace there would be huge. I mean, we, we have, uh, my entire life, we have fought some kind of conflict in the Middle East. Yeah, no doubt. My no entire doubt. life. Yep. And, and so this is one of the, you know, like it or not, this is one of the first presidents that hasn't continued or started another conflict right. in the Middle East and is actually trying to, uh, and his team is trying to strike a deal with uh, some players in that region that, that need, need to happen. And so that's been the story. Now, now there's been other stories that have kind of sure. overshadowed that because of, you know, the conversation the president had with Bob Woodward and, right. and all these things. But, but the reality is this, this is a story that needs some focus. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about it more, uh, after the break. Uh, also, one thing I want to take, uh, a moment to address when we come back is just 9-11. Yeah. Uh, another year has passed. 19 years. Uh, 19 man. years. Crazy. Hard to believe. We'll talk a bit about any way we reflect upon that each and every year, and then we'll jump into some of these peace discussions. We'll be back. No sleep, no light, no sound. As the conversation continues, we, we are, uh, we're reminiscing off air. It about, is. It's been a couple years. Since we were sitting we, here talking with show. our special guest, Matt Mahalik, and, uh, he asked how long we, well, he was raving yeah, about was like, what wow. a fantastic job we're doing. I mean, of course, he's been listening before. Oh, oh for of years. course. Yeah. I mean, clearly, this is not his first introduction <laughs> yeah. to our I show, mean, yeah. as obviously he, along with millions of others, yeah. listen he each just and every gets week. To sit in. Right. Today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we were, we were, um, indeed reminiscing yeah. a bit. Man. So, Matt, man, welcome, buddy. Hey, guys. Oh, uh, we're so, here, we're finally. so glad you're here. Man. It is, uh. I've been following you guys for years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, this I is a big deal. Big dream come true. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's yeah. why when people need, say. We need to do a photo op after. That's well, fine. and that's why we when people say, it. you know, I can't get out of 2020 fast enough. This is one of those moments, maybe an Ebenezer moment where you're saying. Right. Well, when I look back at 2020, it was the year I finally got to sit in with Jason right. and that's Andrew. Right. And so yeah, if we that's why I'm to, telling people not to chalk it up as nothing. Great things are still happening sure. even within 2020. Yeah, and if you want to, like, outside the studio, try to, like, build some type of, like, you know, stone 
uh, you know, remembrance. remembrance. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's exactly right. For me, this is like the, the one shining thing out of 2020. For you guys, it's like, that's just another marker. It was 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's remember true. when we yeah, had that guy? That's true. Oh, Hope no. he's not sick. No, so Matt, <laughs> yes, exactly. So Matt is a long time friend. We've truly have known each other for, uh, I mean, many, many years. Uh, and, uh, man, you are, um, just a great friend. And, uh, Matt has come on to our team, uh, at Shoreline. Uh, he is, uh, kind of moving this progress, uh, or moving the process towards potentially planting a church here in our area. And we're going to, um, walk alongside him in doing that. Um, but Matt also has really, um, unique experience and insight, uh, into, so many things that we discuss on a week-in and week-out basis. And so, Matt, in light of uh, 9-11 this week, what is one thing that stands out to you? Like, you know, on, on, a, on, a, on a yearly basis, we, you know, we, we would like to think we really think about this even more than, you know, a few days each year. Uh, <laughs> and certainly we see the ramifications of it still mm-hmm. in every way when it comes to the way we travel, the way that we live, the issues that we discuss so many times i mean its effect is so much broader than that but as far as just like is there something that you do or is there like a a clip that you go back and watch or is there something that that like you kind of reminisce on when you think about 9-11 like what's a part of your kind of annual routine anything stand out to you oh man wow i mean 9-11 was such a marker for us. Right. And for, I mean, every generation of Americans that was alive then, I think it, it, it nonetheless, it, it shaped the way that we view the world, really. Right. I mean, I was in a seventh grader at Farragut Middle School in Green Pod, had a youth pastor named Jason Hayes Good way grief. back in the day. Man. Why did he <clears throat> went and disclose how old I was? <laughs> so, Man, just I didn't know to, you just wanted to establish you were, that. You like, Babysat him. <laughs> I didn't know that, well, Jason. Oh, I, I mean, if I told you some of the games we played, you might not call it babysitting. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was – it shaped so much. And yeah. then, I mean, so in some ways we've come a long way. I mean, we're not afraid that that Muslims in our community are going to – are going to, you know, we don't know what they're going to do. We have a greater understanding about our Muslim neighbors, which is great. And, uh, and at the same time, we're still engaged in military conflict. I think that's been right. at, at least this year where my best friend is in the Air Force and we have conversations. It's just kind of the reality of, of what was started then is still kind of with us. Yeah. Um, and so, but I think looking back as a seventh grader at Farragut Middle School, realizing that, one, we live in a much smaller world mm-hmm. than what yep. we probably did before, and then, two, we live in a, a really fallen world, too. Do you suffers. choose to, uh, and Andrew, I want to ask you the same, do you choose to go back and watch actual clips of the towers coming down, or do you kind of find yourself uh, being drawn more towards, uh, you know, uh, President Bush on top yeah. of the rubble pile, yeah. you know, kind of these... These moments that feel a little mm. bit more victorious or feel a little bit more hopeful. Mm. Where, what do you guys find yourself, you know, kind of being drawn to as history, uh, uh, you know, kind of distances us, yeah. ourselves from that moment? I'm I'm a all of the above. I mean, yeah. I, I I was this year in particular, I watched more, which is very difficult to watch, uh, of the the folks leaping from the building. Man, mm. and the reason is because you you think about. Being in that situation and, and the plane is hit and you're a few floors above where the plane hit, which yep. means you can't go down. Right. And which means there's probably nobody mm-hmm. going to get to you to mm-hmm. help. And so you, 
putting yourself in the shoes of those people, men and women, dozens of them, right. going, am I going to burn to death? Yep. Am I going to die of uh, uh, asphyxiation? Yeah, or yeah. I can take it upon myself to just jump. And 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 if you if you watch that and as as difficult as as it is, many of them were making the choice the entire way down. This is it. Yeah. Because they don't even try to like change their body. They're going head first. Yeah. And and as difficult as that is to watch, it's a it's showing me truly not. You know, we, we always say never forget those type things, but the reality is there's so many people. So many people. I mean, I was 17. And there's so many people that decided in that moment, I'm joining. I'm joining yep. the military. I'm yep. going to take the fight to them. Right. They're, they're, and, and now we're so far removed. We have, my nephew's about to join the military. He's about to graduate high school. He wasn't alive yeah. when 9-11 happened. And, and so you, you think about those things and you think about where we are now. And then, and then, I'm, then I also think about 9-12 and the importance of, of what, our, what our country looked like on September 12th. Yep. And the coming together. People in Cornersville, Tennessee, out in the middle of Tennessee, in the middle of nowhere, saying, we stand with New Yorkers. That right. would have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and saying yeah. that, that Mayor yeah. Giuliani is the America's mayor and right. we stand with you and we stand with the president. Right. And, and if that were to happen today, I'm afraid, and we talked about this before on the show, right. I'm afraid that the unity wouldn't be there. Right. But, but that for me was this year it was about going, okay, when I say never forget, what do I mean by that? Yeah. What am I truly trying not to forget? Yep. And and it's the in the blink of an eye. It was a beautiful day in September. All those folks went to work thinking they were going to come back home that night. The firefighters, the first responders, and and knowing that so many of them, so many children lost their parents that day. People lost their grandparents. Husbands lost their wives, spouses. I mean, it's just a it's a reminder that. Uh, again, like you said, that, that the fallen nature of our country, of our world, of our society, uh, post-Genesis 3 is, uh, is a reality. Yep. And, and so these things don't surprise me in the sense of, you know, from a theology, theology standpoint. I mean, I, I know that we're fallen and these things can occur, uh, but it doesn't make it any easier. So, uh, Matt, one of my all-time favorite clips, Andrew knows what where i'm going yep. with this without question uh, and so we we try to find a balance uh of you know even the way that we introduce things to our children um uh, by all means they are learning and have learned about 911 and they understand uh, to the best they can uh of course they they were not alive um at the time but uh, we try to show them things that are uh, appropriate for them to see and things of that sort and certainly my 14 year old now uh, really has a, a full awareness of everything that happened, but there's still one moment. I think it was an. I think it actually was uh, almost a full month after, maybe even longer than that. Yeah, I want to say October 30th yeah. well, or something of that sort. They went without sports for a while. Right. For sure. It was the World Series game in New York uh, when George W. Bush walks out, My God. Uh, <laughs> makes the you know throws the first pitch and throws an absolute. Yep. Dart. I mean, Nailed just it. throws a strike and just yep. crushes it. And and the backstory of all of that is so great. There's that clip that talks about like Derek Jeter yep. meets him down, yep. you know, below the stadium and says to him, "Are you going to throw from the base? Are you going to throw from the top of the mound?" And, he, and President Bush says, "You know, I'll probably throw from the base." And he's like, "Mr. President, you don't want to do that. You're in New York. They'll yep. boo you." 
And uh, so he says, fine, okay, then I'll, I'll, I'll throw it from, you know, from the top of the mound. And then uh, as he's like walking towards the field, Derek Jeter says, don't bounce it. They'll boo you. And he goes out. Yep. With a bulletproof the, vest. He though. throws that thumbs up to everybody, and they're Man. chanting USA, yep. USA, USA, and guns it. Yep. I mean, just flat. And now he was a great so athlete nice. back sure. in his day, and so it shouldn't be that big of a surprise. But it was like America in yep. that moment yep. erupted. Yep. I mean, like, together. Yep. And you think, man, when was the last time we were that unified? Yep. I would hug that man's neck. If he walked in this room right now. Yeah, it's it's a – that's an amazing thing. And, and if you haven't seen it, my gosh, go watch it. YouTube, YouTube. it. Find yeah. it now. Uh-huh. We'll talk more when we come back. And that's the new uh, the newest hit by Elevation Worship, More Than a Feeling. Right? No? I think uh, – yeah. No, mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, this is a classic, though. That's a great one, yeah. Man. That's a really good one. I, I love that. I so, used to play that on country radio, but from 11 to 1, it was classic rock on the same station. And so I would play my country music, and then we would go into classic rock from 11 to 1. Yeah. I, did you did you need a little bit of assistance in that? Like, how much familiarity did you I have I played a lot of Skinner. <laughs> Because Skinnerd was big in, right, in, in southern middle Tennessee. And right. so it was a lot of Skinnerd. Uh, I played a lot of the same music every single day when it got to the classic rock because I only knew a few. But I don't, I don't um, want us to, I, I do want us to get into this discussion about, um, all the developments that have been sure. happening, um, uh, in the Middle East. But I do want to get a quick update for our listeners because I know they're dying to know. How's the dairy farm doing in Cornersville? It's doing good. doing okay. Yeah. Daddy's still milking twice a day, every wow. day. The cows are still coming. Uh, ready to be milked. And so, uh, as far as I know, it's going good, but I will say they, the inspector came the other day and, uh, first off, inspectors haven't ever milked a cow, so they don't know, right. they don't know what needs to happen. But, uh, but they, you know, and my dad really doesn't like government intrusion in yes. anything. And right. so, and then, uh, and then, so there were some issues there, but then the, the folks that pick up the milk, so there's a milk truck that comes, gets the milk. So they buy the milk from my dad, uh, they're complaining because their drivers are are not gifted in the backing up uh oh, and and so and so they are they're having a hard time getting the the truck out of the road and my dad's like well Sorry. I mean we back up everything you want me to do it for you like back the <laughs> truck up and so they're having they're going to have to probably put some uh, another entrance in, but one of um, the um, one of the things that I love about Matt uh, is that um, he's he's gifted in a lot of ways. He's also a gifted writer, and so he knows that like you know when you submit an article, um, that often they'll ask for like a standout, mm-hmm. which means you know that that something they're going to 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 bold and kind of pull out of the article uh, that that if someone was just going to kind of read the gist sure. of. Uh, what you were saying, there's it is. I would say today's standout for our show is the quote, "Daddy's still a milking twice a day." I would say that's that's a possibility. Yeah. Clearly, I didn't grow up in Fairgate. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty clear. All right, so Matt, <laughs> just all for, wish we could say that. Yeah, it's exactly. Right. So Matt, for our listeners, give um, folks a bit of a insight into actually. We know we hear about uh, a positive development that has, um, you know, uh, warranted a party. It sounds like at the White House, you know, sure. and this, the, these things that are being signed. What exactly is uh, for in layman's terms, what is happening 
uh, in the Middle East and, and what development has just occurred. Wow. Well, um, so full disclosure, I got back into town yesterday. Yes. I, I could definitely dive more into the news. But as I understand it, the United States government via President Trump and Jared Kushner have helped broker a an agreement between the state of Israel and Bahrain and the UAE in which the UAE and Bahrain are acknowledging the statehood the legitimacy of the government of Israel. Right. That is and correct. so there's not necessarily like a, a peace treaty between two warring parties. They've not technically been at war, but there is this really a monumental acknowledgement of diplomacy between the two nations, and uh, that's pretty substantial. <laughs> we were we were, we were talking on the, uh, on the ride uh, to the studio. Matt rode with me today, and... Uh, and I said, you know, so the the question is, and, and Andrew, you give us some insight on this. You know, how much of this is fanfare? Sure. Uh, and and you know, of uh-huh. course, uh, there, there's certainly always intentionality about timing and things of that sort. And you know, was this was this um, discussion? Could it have happened two months ago, or is it significant that it's happening going straight into the election? All this stuff. And then we were joking, like. You know, what what real practical measures are going to be made? And we were asking ourselves, is this any more than than, hey, we can fly from the UAE uh, to Israel and back uh, if, if we wanted? Uh, you know, what what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think this goes back to uh, what happened when when look, I had obviously I had my concerns about. A President Trump. Sure. And, and so, uh, but one thing that he did early on was move the embassy to Jerusalem. Right. And, and from, from what I've gathered in, in reading and, and looking at, at what that meant to Israel was that meant, uh, we've always been a great ally right. with Israel. But, but, and we've always said we're going to move the embassy. Right. We never have. Right. And so for, for President Trump to say that and then actually do it, and then what that did was Israel went, oh, that's just strengthened our trust. Correct. So now what that means is when Kushner, who is a who is a Jewish man, right, uh, the son-in-law of of the president, s- starts meeting with with Benjamin Netanyahu and, and and the folks involved in that, he's saying we want to have this happen. And so he has had talks with Israel. He's had talks with uh, the UAE and other folks in the region and said. Look, all of y'all are saying you, you, he probably didn't say y'all, but all of y'all are warning, are telling me you're wanting a deal to happen. Right. So why haven't we made a deal? Because it all of you want it, and, and, and really since 1948, none of those folks have, have recognized Israel as a, as a, as a, as a state. And so, so walking into that, I think they were like, okay, we trust this administration and, and we want to make something happen. Uh, we're tired of kind of seeing it fall back. We need to move forward in this and get to a place. And, and I think, too, what comes with that is America saying, look, you you agree to these things. Positive things are going to happen from our country. Right. I can promise you that. And so they do that. And then obviously, I mean, if I'm running the campaign, I'm going, I don't care if we made this deal in January. We're not <laughs> announcing it until right. closer right. to election time. That's right. just politics. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be you'd be dumb not to, especially right. with the pandemic and people are saying all the the, yeah. the bad things. Well, if he, why if he, wouldn't if you he, do it right if now? If it had traveled two months ago, people would have been like, he's irresponsible. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You can't right. be so, traveling the road. So from a, from a campaign standpoint, it makes a ton of sense. But they were on a phone call the other day, and uh, Israel's leader said, you know, I think I think Trump was quoted as saying, uh, this is the best news in 2020. And, and Benjamin said, 
this is the best news in 20 years. Wow. Yeah. And, and so this really means something to them. And, and so, I, yes, I think obviously some of it is, hey, it's election year. we got to get this done. But I do think we've been trying for years yep. to bring some type of peace and agreement over there. So, so to see that happen is big. So, yep. Matt, we were talking, um, you know, uh, again, uh, on our way to the studio today. Unpack a bit for us, uh, you know, our listeners, um, not all of them are deeply rooted into politics. Not all of them are, um, you know, uh, overly concerned about foreign affairs, things mm-hmm. of that sort. But for the believer out there today, you know, when we see things um, that impact Israel, how does that impact us? Do we gain hope? Does it impact us in a negative way? What What are your general thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mean... As Christians, we love peace, you know, and we want we in love for neighbor and seeing the whole world as our neighbor. We want everybody to have as much peace geopolitically as possible. So it's a win when we see two nations that say, hey, we want to be friendly toward one another. That's great, especially in a piece of real estate that has been known for so much conflict for so long. Um, So signs of peace there are huge. And uh, and so I think that that's that's big. And then also, I mean, we're. We've talked about what this means politically, but I want to think about what it means culturally for young kids in the UAE and in Israel to be seeing their two nations not necessarily at war. Because for so long, so many nations surrounding Israel would not acknowledge their um, their legitimacy because of peer pressure from other nations, right? And so now to say, no, this Jewish state is a legitimate state with which mm-hmm. we can engage in dip- diplomatically – it's going to mean a lot, I think, hopefully, in the mindsets of people toward um, Jews and for Jews toward Arabs in a, in a positive way. So obviously we know that there's no ultimate peace in the Middle East until the Prince of Peace returns, Christ. And so we still long for ultimate reconciliation through the gospel in the hearts of all residents in that area. Um, but I think that we take wins when we see them. And yeah. what a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I think I think. For me, it's it's the we we finally are getting to a place. I hope where, I mean, literally, I said this earlier. My entire life, conflict in the Middle East is just normal. Yeah. Whether America is involved, whether America is not involved, it's just been a normal everyday occurrence. Yeah, I can remember, and, and I'm older than you guys, obviously, you know, but like. Uh, uh, I, I can remember my earliest introductions of war and where it like became. Like somewhat real to me, and 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 CNN was kind of your go-to sure. back in the day when it came to to news, or at least cable news. And I can remember like it, it becoming real as I was watching a reporter, and they were showing you know uh, some type of rockets mm-hmm. that were like flying mm-hmm. over the city, yeah. and and just like that imagery of it. And so even for me, who's a bit older, like my understanding of war and conflict. And global turmoil has all been centered around that part of yeah. the world. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, this is significant. Well, and, I, and I think I think some of the lack of reporting on this. I mean, obviously, the uh, the president is very polarizing and there's some folks that just it doesn't matter. I mean, you literally save a drowning baby and they would go, right. man, that baby, though, had it coming. Like, why did he do that? Like, are yeah. they and or they just wouldn't report on it. And so that's been a that's been a struggle. And some of that is. Uh, deserved. I mean, the president <laughs> isn't quite friendly with the media either. But but I, I do think what's frustrating, or, or maybe it's showing some true colors, is Israel, this Jewish state, uh, 
not only are they struggling with relationships in the region, but there's some folks in our country that have an issue with the Jewish state. Sure. And, and so that's a problem. And then you, you add in there Jared Kushner, who's the son-in-law of a president that, that they don't like, right. who's also a Jewish man. Right. And you're going, that, no, we're not going to report on that. Right. Mm. Because we don't want this to go where they want it to go. And, and so in the midst of all of that turmoil, the fact that they can come to a deal, I mean, I, I read something yesterday yes. where they really were breaking it down, and they were like literally people within the administration, people that used to work in it, past administrations were looking at Kushner and going, you have no chance. Quit. You're wasting your time. You're wasting yep. everybody's time. And Kushner was saying, I just feel like I'm talking to all these people individually, and they're all saying they want a deal. I feel like a deal can be made. Yep. And so he pressed through that, and, and the fact that we got to this point where – President Donald Trump is nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes that he probably won't win. But the fact that he was nominated for two in one week from the U.N. Right. is pretty insane. And and if you'd asked me in 2016, will President Trump be nominated for two Nobel Peace Prizes in one week for peace with the Middle East? I'd have said no. Right. And that's what we saw last week. Interesting days. There's a question that we're going to address when we come back. It might be the most pressing one of all. Good. So would would this fall into classic rock category? Uh, like a classic soft rock, like okay. dentist office yes. music. <laughs> yeah, oh, they played this a lot. Good. A dentist office. Good. Or Delilah plays this a lot. Delilah is, yeah. uh, and Delilah's a, a, a would seem like a perfect fit, but isn't Delilah traditionally on in the evenings? Yes. So yeah, so Delilah, like the music Delilah plays, Absolutely. is perfect for the dentist office. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of I'll lady what, dental visits. Look, I, far be it for me to recommend you listen to somewhere else. Delilah. But Delilah at Christmas time, that's some of the best radio ever. <laughs> Man. While people are calling in and saying, you know, my uh, my girlfriend is, yeah. you know, we're, Christmas is coming. Did I tell you that I attempted to get on the Delilah show once? And you did not tell me that. <laughs> I did attempt to. Were you wearing your Uggs at uh, the time? Possibly. <laughs> Um, it better my Uggs than your running shorts. Uh, you know, so anyways. Uh, I think in, we should try to get Jason on the Delilah yeah, show. Yeah, in college, I had a competition with my roommate. And the question, or the, the challenge was, which one of us in an evening, okay, uh, could get on the radio the most? Oh, wow. Uh, and it was so like every station, but I mean, You're such a wild guy. Yeah, I Jason. mean, yeah. Could you imagine me living it up? But it was to see who could get on the radio the most in that four-hour time span yep. or whatever it may be. And I did not successfully get on Delilah, but I did get on a, a lot of number others. of others, awesome. uh, and all of them. Um, I had various aliases, as I That's would call good. in. Um, and I can only imagine how great of radio it would have been if I could have got on with Delilah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Wow. Do you remember any of your aliases? I don't really. I don't remember. So did you beat your buddy? Did he Did he get on uh, more? I think I actually lost, I believe. I think he wow. got on once or maybe once or twice more than me. Yeah. I, so, yeah. so the it's big question. I mean, the most pressing question. Yeah. And I, I know you guys get know Get your notebooks me, out, folks. That, and, and our listeners know this is going to be – Uber serious. Yeah. Hmm. Uber serious because we always use the last segment to be super yeah. serious. Well, our show is serious. Right, exactly. Uh, 
when we think about this party that happened, and, and you use the expression party, I mean, At there the was a reception. The event. We'll call yeah. it the event, the mm-hmm. reception, yeah. things of that sort. Pretty official. What food do we think? I mean, because what, what is a party without some type of food? Yeah. When you think about the those that were represented, what is the ideal party dish for that uh, gathering? Yeah. Andrew? I don't know. I you know, my first thought was McDonald's because Trump loves him some fast yeah, food. Yeah, but that's an but absolute no. It for wouldn't a good be kosher. The, yeah, yeah, wouldn't be kosher. Um, so I think he had McDonald's. Okay. I, I think, and I can't prove this, but if you've seen Richie Rich, he Macaulay Culkin plays yes. Richie Rich, yes, and he has a McDonald's in his house. Right. I think Trump has put a McDonald's at the White House. I don't have any proof of that, but it would make sense. <laughs> and then, so I think he had McDonald's Melania. and everybody else had a kosher meal. And the whole time Trump was going, why, I don't understand you why you're not eating yeah. my burger. Yeah, interesting. Uh, and Jared Kushner is saying, look, just, you know, dad is, yeah, that's dad. Yeah. But, you know, Matt, what are your thoughts? You know, um, I, I don't know that I would say if I, I could see Donald Trump making an effort. Here okay. to, try, to okay. try to to try to bridge so the gap. So you get a little bit more credit here, okay. right? So I'm going to go with like a not a cheeseburger, but maybe some cheese shawarma. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. I, think that I like that. Maybe That's he's good. trying to bridge some dip- diplomatic food ties. Here. Yeah, I I'm think I'm more of a dessert man, so uh, I've been thinking kind of the dessert, ooh, and okay. I think you could probably go with some type of. Uh, you know, like, I, I feel like it would be like a number of like bland chocolates, uh, you know, for whatever reason, yeah. like kind of semi sweet chocolates, because not all cultures around the world like really like that uber, uber sweet taste. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, I, I could see it being something like that, or it just goes the whole opposite direction and it's like, you know, like cheese trays and cupcakes. Yeah. Or maybe he recruits Krispy Kreme to make baklava for oh, one day. Oh, that's good. Baklava is a good option there. That is, yeah. there's a possibility there. Yeah. If, if I were Donald Trump, right. I would have left all of that to someone that knew what they were doing. Yes. And I said, y'all just get whatever food you think needs to happen and I'm going to embrace I'm it. I'm pretty sure that's and what celebrate happened. Celebrate it. I'm pretty we'll sure that's here. what happened. But what I love is. But like, he said, I'm going to trust y'all. But if I could get a yeah. chocolate sundae and a with large my diet coke, coke, that'd be That's great. Right. Yeah, just you have a large diet coke on my desk <laughs> when I get in the Oval Office. Large diet coke, and we're good. Oh, because uh, he loves his diet. We coke. do not want to minimize, of course, today in all sincerity. Even as Matt said, as Christ followers, um, you know, we try uh, to make this show uh, somewhat redemptive in yeah. every way, and and there is something to really rejoice in. Uh, as Matt said, I mean, by all means, we are intended to be. Um, people who celebrate peace, people who long and pray for peace, and whether that directly impacts us or not, man, let's celebrate yeah. um, that hopefully, just hopefully, uh, this is uh, a resolve of a lack of that. In and how, how awesome would it be that our kids would grow up knowing a Middle East that isn't in conflict? Yeah. I mean, man, knowing uh, an America that isn't in conflict with the Middle East, yep. that would be a huge thing to move forward. And, and, and so uh, celebrate it. Uh, we're encouraged by it. And we pray that peace would continue to, to flood uh, not just this country but, but the world. We'll talk to you all next week.